2: Did you find what you were looking for?
1: Well, I found something. Do you own a dog or a cat?
2: She shakes her head. There are cats in town, but we, we do not own a dog or a cat. No. Mm-hmm. And there are dogs in town as well. I open my hands up to show the white fur. It's like quite a small scrap of white fur. You know, like when fur is so wispy that you can kind of see through it. It's kind of like that.
1: Actually, we were going to head down to the police station to ask them a few questions about the arrest of the homeless man. We might uh, drop off this evidence on the way. What do you think of that, big guy? Do you have a paper bag that
2: we may keep this in, so that it does not get sullied? I can find something. I'm sure. She heads into the kitchen and she pulls out like a paper lunch bag, basically, and she gives takes it the baguette out. Yeah. and we put the evidence takes the baguette in. and yeah. the wine out
3: and the yeah, garlic, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then puts it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> ha,
2: ha ha ha! She says. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so she, she, she opens the bit back and she, she hands it over to you to put the fur the in. I mean, Good luck to you, gentlemen, she says. Thank you. She leads you back down the stairs and opens the door, lets you out back onto the street and closes it behind her. That was illuminating. Quite. Well, we can at least rule out
3: perhaps the normal at this point, I feel. It is too strange to not
1: be. It is very, very esoteric, I think it'd be the term some people might use. Uh, I don't think the bum has anything to do with this, unless the bum can fly or turn into some kind of white-furred creature. Mikhail, I just want you to understand something. I mean not to give this to the police. I just had to say that in front of Sabrina's mother. I just assumed, yeah. See? We're working well work them all together. Your eyes, my nimble dexterity. Well, where are you going now? Well, we're going to the police station, I guess. You
2: probably don't need to drive there. Again, the police station is quite central to town, but you can drive there if you want. Either way, you arrive at the front of the Nanterre police headquarters. It's a very old building, again, much like everything else in Nanterre, with steps leading up from the street to a large double door. Uh, It's like a two-story building. There is a police officer smoking a cigarette standing at the front of the door. But other than that, it's pretty quiet. It's probably around, like, 5.30 now. The sun is definitely setting. And Nantia is bathed in a beautiful red light. I want to take the car because Mm -hmm. I want to have a conversation
3: as we pull up. I turn to you and I say, we should have a battle plan. Not that I think we are going to resolve this with violence. But should the police be unwilling to cooperate with us? Perhaps it would be good if you could orchestrate a distraction with that too much talking that you do, and I could slip
1: past and have a look somewhere, see what I can see. I like the idea. I just have one question for you. When was the last time you slipped past anything? I am very stealthy than I want to be. But I guess occasionally not every elephant gets attacked by the lion. (laughs) Well, I'll come up with something if it means that I have to, you know talk a bit more and chit-chat to allow you to... Oh,
3: I have no doubts that you will arrange things so that you have to talk and chit-chat more.
1: See, you just don't understand the delicate nuance and beautiful activity that is social interaction, my dear friend. We get out of the car. You exit your car
2: and you start walking up the steps towards the police station. The police officer that was smoking your cigarette, he kind of flicks it out and he turns to
1: you. Can I help you, gentlemen? Bonjour. Bonjour. Is he wearing a name tag of any kind? No, he doesn't have a name tag on. Damn. Can I tell what rank in the police he is?
2: Uh, you have a pretty good bet. You think he might just be like a sort of street cop, effectively? You don't think he's okay. of high rank? You know, sort of like entry level?
1: Hello there, bonjour. My name is Icarus Fortune, and this is my colleague Michael. We are a investigative journalist team writing a series of true crime stories about the missing children of this town. I hold up the camera, and uh, we we have been around talking with uh, several members of the community and families, and they say that you recently arrested somebody in conjunction with the uh, with the crime. We'd we'd love to get a bit more information on that.
2: Yeah, um, visiting hours for press. Over. You will have to come around tomorrow.
1: What time are the visiting hours? You can come in from 6 to 9. See, I. I there's this thing. I, I don't know if uh, you have this. Wait, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m.? We, oui. You can make a wits' empathy, but it's pretty clear that he's like. He just doesn't
2: want you there. He's trying to make it difficult for you.
1: See, we have this thing in, a, in the US, where, where well, I'm from, sure you do. Uh, where we uh, have special visiting hours that cost a bit extra. Do you have that in France?
2: he gets like a little bit close to you not nose to nose but he definitely takes a step forward we absolutely do not if you want to talk you will have to come around tomorrow between 6am and 9am between 6am in the morning and 9am we are very busy huh wonderful wonderful how does one go about reporting a crime in this place you find a police officer And you report a crime. Or you come inside if the crime is not immediate and you report it to us. I would like to report a crime.
3: At that, I want to step so that I can... Is the door
2: closed or open? It's closed.
3: Is there any windows or anything like that? Yeah, there are windows. I want to step so that I can see in and I just want to check if there's anyone in that first room. In that first room, yeah. There's a desk and there's somebody typing away at a typewriter. You can see. All right. Police officer. I want to wait for an opening with Icarus where I can maybe kind of... If I could kind of inch my way so that I'm in the cop's periphery and then I can just kind of slide past him if he's not paying too much attention.
2: Oh. You use the moment the police officer steps forward, you know, in an attempt to intimidate Icarus as your window. And you deftly slide by as his attention is focused completely on Icarus. You don't think he noticed you stepping behind him? I wanna go in if yeah. I can. If yeah, the you door's can. Unlocked. As Icarus and this police officer continue to bark at each other at the front of the police station, you walk up the stairs, quickly open the door, and slide inside. Alright, I'm going to assume, Icarus, that you are going to continue this for as long as you feasibly can. i fucking Because you can see behind him as you watch as uh, Mikael slips inside.
1: There is a small part in the side of my head that's like wow, the mountain really does move silently in the night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This police station is quiet at the moment. You can see that there is like a sort of front desk area with kind of like a barred window where people can come to report crimes. You can see a door to your right that presumably goes to the office where the person was on a typewriter previously. And you can see that there's a hallway to your left that, yeah, has a couple of doors coming off it. You're not sure what those doors lead to. There is a person behind the barred window as well. It's a young woman, uh, red hair. She's writing something down in a notebook.
3: Oh, so, and there's, like, a barrier preventing me from getting... Yeah.
2: yeah. Not that I'm going to attack
3: her or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. But, then, but yeah. there's, like, there's a barrier
2: preventing you from yeah, leaping yeah. over the counter and, and strangling her to death or whatever.
3: Okay. Yeah. I, I want to walk up and I want to reach out my... Uh, is there, like, any sort of gap that I can, like... I want to shake her hand. Yeah, you can probably sort of sli-
2: try and slide it under to shake her hand.
3: I want to walk up and I say, my name is... Mikhail Lokov.
2: I am here to see the prisoner. You're very lucky. You think, and this is not a an experience that is alien to you, Mikhail, you think that maybe she doesn't in her heart believe you, but as she stares at your belly button and then takes a full minute to turn her head up and look into your eyes, she thinks it's not worth her time to, you know, even entertain the idea that you're lying. You must be, um... With the national police then. Does she shake my hand? Yeah, she does. She does. All right. I steal her fate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have a merit called thief of fate. When someone physically touches me, I steal their good luck and make it my own. We shook hands. Uh, did we? I don't think we ever shook hands. No. The closest we got is you put something in my hand, but I assume you didn't really touch me properly when you no, did No, I just it.
1: dropped it in there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> But uh, so the way it works is when I spend willpower, I get four instead of three. And when she rolls, if she fails, it's a dramatic failure. The downside is when that dramatic failure happens, she hears my name whispered in the back of her mind, (laughs) (laughs) which may make her suspicious. Yeah, very possibly. For a fair reason.
2: As you shake your hand and as you steal her fate, you see the Cossack. The Cossack is something that you've seen, a being that you have seen ever since that fateful day in that fateful plane crash where your uh, thief of fate uh, abilities, I guess, first presented themselves to you. He appears a typical Cossack with a large fur hat, military gear and a rifle slung over his shoulder. He's always there, only ever so briefly. And most of the time, he appears largely in your peripherals. He never says anything and he never talks. Except this time, when you shake her hand, he says one word to you. A butt running. And then he disappears. What does that word mean? Do you speak Czechoslovakian?
3: (laughs) Well, I speak several languages related to it, so
2: could I uh, make a roll? Is that allowed? You're not sure if this is something you know academically or something you just feel in your the core of your being. The word is careful. The word translated is careful. Oh, no, Adam, what are you doing? <laughs> but then the Cossack is gone, as though he never existed, and the strange expression that crosses the face of those who steal your Phaeton leaves this woman, and she gets up, takes your keys off like a hook. Follow me, I will take you to the prisoner. Danka. Danke. She leads you down that corridor and opens a door at the very end of the corridor, which leads to another room, which is kind of like a half-office, half-effectively drunk tank. So, like, the cell is within this office, and you can see a man with a long, straggly white beard, long, straggly white hair, dressed in kind of jumpers and rags and unkempt clothes, uh, sits there on a small bench-slash-bed inside the cell. I, You understand, I must stay here to watch over you with the prisoner
3: that actually is even better than what I was going to do so I uh, for the first time in this adventure smile (laughs) and (laughs) that would be just fine by me she sits down at the desk. I want to sit down take out a notepad mm-hmm. and pen. Actually, no, wait, I don't have one. I turn to her and I say, can I get a
2: notepad and pen? I forgot to bring my own. Of course. She opens up a drawer and she pulls out a notepad and then from a little, like, a cup on the desk, she pulls out a pen. Or maybe it's a pencil, to be honest, and she hands them over to you.
3: I will need to go over some questions that you have probably
2: already answered. This is just for our records, shall we say. He's got, like, a kind of, um... Like a timid demeanour or or a kind of like frightened demeanor. He reminds you a lot of like a like a cornered rabbit or a cornered like rat. He's kind of got that sort of energy about him. But but he you knows Oh, I turn to the lady. Uh, what was your name? Get down there, Surf. Getana.
3: Uh, do we have a case file on this gentleman? We oui, I can go and get it for you if you're just the ear. She gets up and and leaves the room. As soon as she leaves the room, I lean over and I say, I have some questions that are of a sensitive
2: nature. He kind of darts his eyes back and forth. What is the creature that you saw come out of the window? The white streak, he says. Ah, the white streak. Moves through the wheat. eh? Where where is it coming from? Where is it going? Why is it at the boy's window at night? eh? The white streak like wind manifested. It moves. I can see through it when it moves. It is long like a snake but not a snake. eh? Not a snake at all. Something else. Something else, and they think it is me, uh? but the children they, 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 are, they are nowhere, huh? they are nowhere. I do not have them. Where does it come from? It comes from the wheat and the eels, uh? up from the eels and down to the wheat and to the bedroom window of the children. Uh, I watch it from under the bridge, I, I paint it. Uh, what is it? Uh? He says, Do you know what it is? his mind seems like adult and you're not sure if this is a an occult thing or just the the way this person is but uh, it seems like there's a, sort of like a a brief moment a brief window of lucidity has fallen upon him and he like stands up and he puts his hands on the the bars of his cell do you know what it is uh? do you know where the children are huh can you tell me it is only a matter of time until we are able to get
3: to the bottom of this do not worry i think they mean to take me away he says they almost certainly will. You will help me? <laughs> I will do what I can.
2: Ah, oh, oh, okay. He sits back down on the bench.
3: Is she still not come back, has she? She's still not come back, no. Is there anything else you can tell me that might
2: be helpful to find the this streak? Uh, it comes from the hills and through the wheat, eh? Huh? Comes through the hills and through the wheat to the children's. bedroom, uh, the white streak. Uh, I can see through it. It is here, but also I, I think it is not here uh, at the same time. Did you bring it here, or has it always been here? No, uh, I did not bring it here. I put my bed underneath the bridge, and I intend to sleep there for a moment, uh, just for a moment, and then I will carry on. But I see this streak through so the wheat from the hills to the children's bedroom. Uh, I can see through it. It is here, but also it is not here. He sits back down. I think they mean to take me away. Do you know why it took the children? He shakes his head. I do not know. I wait for uh, I wait for the woman to return. She, she returns, probably at this point. She opens the door and she hands you a case file. You can see this case file is thin. There is not a lot of information.
3: I, I want to stand up. I turn to her and I say, have you spoken with this man?
2: We. I, I have not spoken myself, but uh, uh, superior officers to me have. He is, uh... Unwell. Yes. Yes. Has he eaten? Drunk? We have tried to give him food, but he uh, does not take it. Mm. He
3: has had water, certainly. I do not think there would be much to gain from speaking to him, I say. From the little that I have heard, uh, may I make a copy of this? I say, with the case file. She nods, of course. I want to take a photo of each of the pages.
2: No worries. I hand it back to her. Thank you. You're welcome, she says, um... She gestures like like she assumes you're done here. This will probably not be the end.
3: I may need to return, but until then, I will wish you good night. I must work on the case.
2: Understood. Yeah, have a great night, huh? Eh? I want to walk back out. As you, like, walk back out into the main area of the police station, the police officer that you spoke to outside swings the door open, clearly Furious! You think that his argument with Icarus out the front reached a boiling point, and he just turned around and walked back inside. The moment he opens the door, he points at you, Mikael. You! How did you get inside? When did you get inside? Am I standing behind the police officer? You could could have walked, uh, like, followed him as he went back in. Yeah, sure. I I spin back around. I'm not done talking to (laughs) to you. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, huh? You will never be allowed in this police station again. I am seconds away from arresting you. Do you understand? Turn around and leave now. And he turns to you as well, Mikhail. You think, like, his fury is kind of blinding him a little here. You too, huh? Big Russian man. Get out of this police station. He turns to the lady. What did you tell him? You think he's distracted by this. I leave. (laughs) <laughs> you leave an argument behind you As the two of you step down onto the steps And back into the streets of Nanterre It's well and truly night time now or it's, not, it's like probably 6pm But it's well and truly dark at this point I want to get into my car And as soon
3: as I've closed the door I lock the doors <laughs> <laughs> Haha very funny big guy You are a man of the people You will be fine I drive, <laughs> I leave, I go back I, I walk the five minutes To the hotel Do I get back first?
2: Yeah, you do, but only barely.
3: Oh, only barely? (laughs) How much time do I reckon I have? Two minutes. How long does it take to pick a lock? Because (laughs) (laughs) if I could get
1: into your room... You always ask Amore for my spare key. Yeah. I've got your key. She thinks we're friends.
3: No, see, that just... Talking to Amore to get the key literally would not occur to me. I wouldn't think (laughs) of it. I just wouldn't... It wouldn't happen. I'm like, my two... In my mind, I'm like, if I can't pick the lock, maybe I could just kick the door in.
2: (laughs) That's it. That's as far as I go. You, I I assume, walk back into the chartreuse. Mm Mm-hmm. At this point, you can tell that all of the workers from the, oh, the farmhands, all of the, the people who are the sort of like rural working people of Nanterre have clearly congregated on the chartreuse to blow off some steam and have a drink. It's, you wouldn't call it packed. It's not like shoulder to shoulder. but There's quite a few people in here at this point, And maybe there's some music playing from a radio. And people are jauntily singing and gambling and drinking and, and having a great time. It's quite busy now, and two minutes later you would also arrive, Ike. Uh revelry! Is are you still just in the foyer? I probably would
3: have grabbed something to eat, and I will. I would have gone up to my room to eat it. I walk in. Is Amore
1: at the? Yeah, Amore there. Uh, tell me, Amore, has my gigantic friend come through here? He uh, yeah, yeah, he's upstairs. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, good to know. What's As the, what's going on? As you like, ask that
2: question. There's a man sitting next. To, there's a couple of people on the bar, but there's a man specifically quite right next to you, who's like an older gentleman. He's got like a like a clean cut beard, but it's it's kind of quite grey, and he seems quite sloshed at this point. And as you start talking, and as you find this out about uh, Mikhail, he turns. He puts his arm around you on your shoulder. An American, he says. He turns to Amori. What is an American doing here in Nanterre? What are you doing here in Nanterre, huh? uh, Your town's just lucky, I guess. Oui, it is uh, one of the luckiest towns in the world. He extends a hand. Tibalt is my name, huh? Why do you say it's one of the luckiest towns in the world? It That's is a lo- big claim. It is lovely here in Nanterre. Have you not seen? Have you not witnessed? Uh, what a town... It is a very nice town, but I think you... Did you say lovely or lucky? I said um, luckiest town in the, in the world. In all of France, well, I've been to Las Vegas, East. and that town is certainly luckier. <laughs> he has a laugh at that. But that is a good point. There's no gambling here and not there. Oh, except he points over to a table where some people are playing, like, probably poker. Oh, There's a bit of gambling, but nothing like Las Vegas.
1: Hmm. There's always a bit of gambling. <laughs> he, he has, a,
2: like, a laugh at that. While that's happening,
3: I want to try and uh, I want to develop these photos. So uh, I know there's probably there's no second room to my uh, thing. No, but there's a joint bathroom on the first floor. Yeah, I'm going to. Does that have any windows? No, it it probably wouldn't. I'm going to take that over as a dark room to develop photos. (laughs) That's so funny. That's the one toilet. (laughs) <laughs>
2: okay, you go into the bathroom, maybe you wait in line as a couple of people.
3: Oh, is there not a, I thought there was a bathroom for, uh, we, ha- we had a shared bathroom, didn't we? No,
2: not, not upstairs. Oh. There's one shared bathroom for the entire room. No, Sorry, I want I somewhere, I
3: care. want a space upstairs. Is there
2: no, like, uh. Is there a shower? No, the, the sh- it's all downstairs. Yeah. Oh, okay. You might be able to get like a basin from somewhere, like a, like a basin that you could take. It also needs
3: to be dark. So uh, yeah, maybe I've grabbed like a basin or something like that. And uh, mm. maybe I've just like thrown some sheets in such a way. You that could, you could also
2: ask if you if you want, like you can ask Amori if she knows anywhere. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, that'll be uh, after but...
2: food then. I'll finish I... my food. You keep doing your little bar stuff downstairs as Tybalt is like drunkenly having this conversation with you you can see that the kind of younger men at the at the bar around him are giving you like a sympathetic look like they're like oh no he's stuck chatting to Tybalt oh, poor guy giving you like a, yeah you're not gonna get out of this one you're in for good <laughs> I've never been to Las Vegas huh? but one day I would like to go to Las Vegas they say I'm too old huh? Tybalt will never go to Las Vegas but one day I will huh?
1: go to America uh, you don't seem that old how old are you Tybalt? I am um, 65 years young, 65? Hmm? I bet you have got some stories about this place, huh? We,
2: we, 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 we have many stories about Monterre. Hmm. Any any ghost stories about Monterre? Oh, there are, well, there are not so many ghosts in Monterre, but oh. he says that he kind of like, po- maybe he's like pointing so close to your face that you kind of have to like lean back a little bit <laughs> so you don't get your eye yep. poked out.
1: There are many haunted places, huh? Nevertheless... Oh well, I am something of a haunted place buff. I once stayed a night in a haunted hotel room in oh, nice. uh, Ohio. There is a, there is a. If you want haunted places,
2: Le Meu Chateau. huh? that is a. Oh, that is a
1: haunted place. And I'm not watching his reaction when he says that. Hmm. I'm watching the reaction of everyone else. Does anyone else react to that name? They do, but it's all eye rolls.
2: <laughs> it's all got- eye rolls. Uh, and, and he says this, and the eye rolls get, like, you can see the eye roll transition into, like, full-on embarrassment as Tybalt keeps talking. And also, that is where the children are, he says. Oh. Everybody seems full-on, like, ashamed of Tybalt right now. This would be the four missing children. We, friends. so sad. He says, so sad those children are gone. This is the first time this has happened in a town like yours? We, for children disappear. So sad, it's never happened before. Not to my knowledge.
1: Not like this. Hmm? Why do you think they're in this chateau? It is a haunted place, he says. I'm looking at everyone else in the bar giving him looks like, I've just got to, you know, yeah. like, I've, got to, <laughs> I've got to, you know, I've got to, I'm, I, I apologize. I you know. Yeah, no, they, they, they seem to understand. It
2: may be like the revelry kind of kicks back into gear as people just, they feel sorry for you, but they, they're they less ashamed because they understand that you are, or uh, that Tybalt's behavior doesn't reflect poorly on them. Yes. It is a haunted place. Uh, See, long ago, he says, um, back when you could still wish for a thing, uh, there was uh, a lord who lived in the chateau and he had uh, three sons and he was dying. And he said to his sons, uh, whoever can complete my challenges can have the the chateau. They can inherit it and the holdings or whatever. And the challenges were... uh, to find the smallest dog, to find the finest piece of cloth, uh, and to find the most beautiful woman. And uh, this, the youngest son, who I believe was s- stupid, he um, he manages them all. And he brings back this beautiful woman, and the two of them, they live happily in the mansion, uh, in the chateau, I mean. And then uh, uh, one day... For some reason, it passes away. And the lady of the manor, the beautiful woman, she gets sicker and sicker. Then she dies also. Never to be seen again. Uh, very sad. You think, like, his story kind of fell apart as he was telling it? But then... Yep it's like as he gets down and as he kind of winds down in that story it's like he gets reinvigorated like a wind-up doll huh? and there is also uh the uh, there are copper mines uh is the hills of uh, of Nanterre. and the whole area Limousin is full of uh, these copper mines from the, this bronze age they would mine the copper you can go and visit them but they all did as well a oh, very
1: frightening place huh? but just back to the Family of the chateau. We. Oui? You said three brothers. What happened to the other two? He shrugs. The story does not
2: say. huh? Ah, ah. He like gestures to one of the other guys. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe
3: ah. at about this point, I've finished my meal and I'm coming down to ask about a dark room
2: or to be able to develop photos. It's like from coming down the stairs, you get like a kind of aerial view of the tavern, and you see that it's like Icarus. This drunk old Frenchman, and then like a kind of circle around him where people are trying not to engage.
1: Do I spot Mikhail
2: coming across? I do. He's you not know? our house?
1: He's hard to miss. <laughs> oh, big fridge. Oh.
2: Debalt seems like he's distracted now. He's chatting to someone else.
1: Well, I can't believe you'd uh, skip out on your own party. Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to the other 900 pound, <laughs> seven foot tall Russian man in this hotel.
3: I just choose to ignore you. Is um Amore somewhere? Yeah, Amore's there. She's serving beers. Amore, I would, would like to develop some photos that I took today. I need a basin and a dark space. How
2: could I get these two things? Um yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, as people are like asking for beers or whatever, she's kind of like pushing them away. We 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 you will get your drink. Um there is a shed out the back of the, uh, the... the this kind of area of, of, of the chatrous that you could possibly use. Uh, it, it does not have any windows. It is quite dark. And there's a, a basin in there. I do not know if it is clean, but that might do... That will do be good enough. Need. Thank you. Okay. What's the dark roof? Come, I will show you. No, says Tybalt. I have more stories to tell, huh? huh? I want what you to about? look at Tybalt and yeah. intimidate him into shutting up. T'Balt, like, looks you up and down and you see him kind of sway
1: on the bar stool a little bit. Jesus Christ, you are big, <laughs> he says. He is the biggest man in the Northern Hemisphere. I could believe
2: that. And then he turns around and he starts shouting to someone else. Come, I say to, <laughs> to you, and then I turn around and I leave. Maureen, can I have two glasses in that bottle of vodka, please? She, yeah, she grabs it pushes the two shot glasses toward you. I fire
1: another wink back at her.
2: You are truly a delight. She yeah, she blushes. Do you think uh, you've you've made quite an impression on her? Then goes back to serving beers to the to the patrons of the Shatrus.